If you're in the UK, good evening. If you're in the US or Canada, good afternoon. And if you are in Australia or Japan, good morning and welcome to the magic of wrestling. Sweet, sweet. On today's show, of course, we've got our famous Magic Weekly. I've got a guest co-host. And for our main event, we're going to be talking about things that people seem to search on Google. It's really weird. It'll make sense later on. But in turn, let's hit that intro, shall we? I'm sorry, but was you shaking your head then? Oh, man, I was jamming out, dude. I don't know how you guys don't do it every single time. We do. We just didn't show it. Oh, well, I can't help it, bro. It just flows out. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's absolutely amazing. So It's a banger, 100% certified. There you go. It's, of course, Saturday night again. It's time for the Magic of Wrestling. I am, of course, the magician, Liam Wakelin, and I'm actually joined by a guest co-host. Obviously, Mr. Isaacs is away on family stuff. Um Go ahead and introduce yourself, my man. Yes, I am everyone's favorite nobleman from AFW. I am Lord Rich Southwood. Down here in the heart of AFW headquarters, deep down within the official AFW man cave. Thank you for having me on tonight, Mr. Magician. Not at all. And since when did you become a lord? Have I missed something? Um, I own land in Scotland, so I am a lord. Thank you very much. Oh my God, don't tell Haney. Uh, Henny can suck it. That's uh, how I feel about it. Oh, and here, this is the little lord that will take over someday. My son, sweet, sweet. Mr. AFW in training. There you go. There you go. Are you had a good week, then, Rich? Uh, yeah, the week's been real good so far. Um, it, it's been a quite eventful. How's your week been? It's been a busy one. It's been a really hectic one, obviously, with work. So, come Friday, I was just so so glad it was. Nice to finally have some chill out weekend. It's only a oh, short yeah. week. It's only a short week next week for me. So yeah, Ooh, there you nice. Go. Um, you want to watch much wrestling this week? Uh yeah. I caught Dynamite. I caught Rampage. I watched Elevation. I started Dark, but I didn't get all the way through that. Yeah, that's probably Dark's probably one I've not actually watched. To be honest, it's. I, kind of get bored of it so I, I, tr I try to watch it just because they will throw in certain things here and there from it and I, I just like to, to catch it but they've gotten to the point now to where like all of them are an hour and a half long almost and I'm like it's like watching a whole nother uh, dynamite almost there you go there you go let's stop quick check at the comments um uh, says let's go let's go uh yeah noob as always what's going on noob thanks for stopping by hello noob and then uh, Finn Rester says, how's your work? Week been kind of dry. Oh, good. Is he talking to himself there? Am I missing something? I mean, maybe he might need to seek professional help. I'm not sure. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. You are the official first guest co-host. How does that feel? You know what? As the Perfection King, it feels natural. Who else would you want to be your first guest co-host in here anyways? Nobody. Well, you kind of answered the question for me, so... Oh, 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 hello. Ouch, you want to read that one out? Uh, shut your mouth, Rich. Um, 
Uh, I'll do the exact opposite of what you asked, sir. Uh, dear, this is going to be a really, really fun show. But of course, obviously, welcome to the show. We're going to have a nice Thank time. you, thank you. So for our, we've got obviously for our main event, we're going to be talking about what people seem to search on the internet about wrestling. That'll make sense in the main event. But first, yeah. let's get into our part one. We call the Magic Weekly. Effing Wrestling responds by saying, I was the first guest co-host. Yeah, 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 no. Why do you want to take things away from me? That's all I want to know. Why can't I have nice things too? I mean, I am the first ever two-time Limitless champion, so there is one thing. There you go, there you go. But this is obviously for a different show. But yeah, so this is a part of the show where we take a deep dive into the wrestling news, what's been going off this week. Now... Ring of Honor obviously made its nice little weekly television return, obviously, on the second. Rich, what do we think of this? I'm so happy to see a weekly Ring of Honor uh, TV event going on. Uh, every, well, I guess not TV, but app or, or whatever, streaming. But it's it's a great first step. And I'm they had like nine matches on there from what I was told. So that's a hefty card. And I heard that... Um, uh, it was they were all great matches. So I, I, I haven't I plan on trying to watch it tomorrow before the pay per view, uh, if I can squeeze it in, but I'm excited to watch it for sure. Yeah, there's obviously been a lot of obviously things online saying that the whole Ring of Honor feel feels really, really good. I mean, I've seen some of them obviously the matches which were obviously announced. Zach Sabre Jr. on it, damn it. I mean, right. I, I couldn't believe he was defending the T V title. I was like, You gotta be kidding me, what? Oh and Canada Dry, he can he can look at my shirt. There you go. He also says you've got glitches like he did as well. So, uh, why well, I haven't seen myself glitch, but I'll believe you, I guess. There you go. There you go. But yeah, obviously now, now we bring a honor back. Do you think we're going to see more talent in AEW utilize a bit more? Well, I would. I think that's the plan is to put less Ring of Honor stuff on uh, like Dynamite and maybe leave it just to Rampage or something if you're going to do anything. Or, you know, you could still have it on Elevation or Dark if you wanted to. But with this hour, it should be able to do that. And also, you're going to see people like Eddie Kingston that are probably just going to wrestle for ROH going forward. Um, so I, I'm interested to see where it could go, but I think definitely it's going to give more of an opportunity for some of the uh, the over bloated roster almost of AEW to shine a little bit more. No, I, I think you've said that pretty much on the on the nose there. So yeah, fully agree there totally. We shall definitely see. Next up is WWE made history with the Friday Night SmackDown. Heading to Friday's episode of SmackDown, WrestleTix noted that the show had sold 12,271 tickets with only 236 remaining from the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. This show is likely sold out, and according to Fightful, Sean Ross, this the show did the highest-grossing gate for any Raw or TV event in the history of the company of the city. I mean, what can you say about that? Uh, I mean, I... They must be doing something that the people are enjoying uh, in, in order to be able to, to do something like that. So I guess kudos to them for, for what they're doing. To, because I know at one point their ticket sales were abysmal and they were it seemed like they were putting filler in or something like that. So, I mean, good for them. 
Yeah, I think the thing is, obviously, I remember when SmackDown was kind of like flailing, flailing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Triple H just took in charge. Obviously, with the Roman Reigns character thing, I feel like that has absolutely, you know, would you say that's probably a big factor when it comes to SmackDown? Uh, yeah, most undoubtedly. I mean, and since he's been featured heavily on there, since he's been champion for so long, it's got to, it, it couldn't have hurt. <laughs> yeah. And especially like the bloodline, that was like probably one of the best storylines of the last year. So, yeah. And I think it's still really up there. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, we, mm-hmm. as we mentioned that, yeah, it's definitely a great thing, obviously, for WWE SmackDown. So, next up is Max Caster files a new trademark. With the terms "scissor me" and "scissor fest," I mean, what can we say about this? Is this a merch thing? Do you think? You reckon? Uh, more than likely, and I mean, "scissor fest" could very well be a new catchphrase that they're using. Maybe it won't be "scissor me, daddy ass." Maybe it'll be "scissor fest," and they all three do it. I don't know. Oh, it could be like a national day of "scissor fest" or something like that. Could be. What's going on, Joseph Graham? Thanks for stopping by, as always. Hey, Golden Graham. Golden Graham, the security as well of the show. So That's right, keeping us safe. There you go. Always does his job, does his job. Yeah, I mean, scissor me. I mean, <laughs> the one thing I love about this is when I th- th- first came about, I'm like, they're literally doing something something with stationery, and it's just getting so over with the fans. It's really, really funny. I mean, what did you think to the start? Uh, when it very first started, I thought it was hilarious because, um, to me, the idea behind it was a very playful way of acknowledging, um, Anthony Bowens is a sexual orientation. That's how very well came off. And so for it to be boom, like I felt like it was very inside baseball, like an inside joke. And now to see like pairs of scissors in the stands and everyone yelling it out and chaining uh, scissor me daddy is probably one of the most satisfying things I've ever seen in wrestling history. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so entertaining. I mean, I will be honest, I am absolutely a big, big fan of it. So and I guess that's one of these things where you try something, you just see what happens and it just seems to have stick. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, sometimes you just throw things against the wall and it sticks and you just got to ride it out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So two make that stars. money while you can. Because <laughs> they're you just killing You know that they're absolutely killing it in merch sales. Like they're just making money hand over fist. No, I fully agree there totally. So got two more stories left before the news is. Now, Uncle Howdy... Well, Uncle Howdy made an appearance on WWE SmackDown. Now, apparently, a lot of people think their voice sounds very, very familiar to be one certain Bo Dallas. Overall, overall opinion when it comes to this whole storyline? Uh, well, I don't really watch WWE, but um, I did watch Royal Rumble, so I saw Howdy's big elbow drop at the end of the match. Um, that the the Mountain Dew pitch black match. Um, and so he looks pretty nefarious. Um, and I, I think I heard some uh, mention that it could be Bo Dallas as well. So I I always like the creepy story angles or the supernatural ones. Like my favorite is The Undertaker. He's my favorite of all time. So I get down with that. Like I, I dig it. So any kind of story like that in wrestling, I'm like, it'll it'll get me. I'm one of the, like the seven people on the planet Earth that enjoyed the pitch black match. I really did enjoy it. I will be honest. I 
and that's fine. I, for me, I was like, Ooh, look, the, it looks like SummerSlam 94 undertaker entrance. Like I geeked out over it. I thought it was cool. <laughs> uh, dear noob says, never forget that sweet rare party match at Royal rumble. Everyone. No, <laughs> I don't. I have completely forgot about that one. I mean, doesn't ring a bell for some reason. <laughs> I think he's referring to the bitch black match. Could be. I mean, because of the black light stuff. I think the thing is with this match, and you might obviously agree with this, is nobody knew what to expect, so we all kind oh, of yeah. went in like blind, pun intended. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't know yeah. what to expect. Uh, yeah, I mean, some fans digged it. I mean, personally, I didn't. But well, it, it was a very short match, too. Like, it did not last very long. What was it, something like eight or nine minutes? Yeah, if that. <laughs> yeah, it's it was terrible. It was terrible, so... <laughs> Right, next up, obviously, I've just seen this as it was flicking through on here, is MGF reportedly told someone at WWE you will be there next year. This is kind of interesting. Now, this is obviously a report be Fightful, so you can take this with a pinch of salt as much as you want, but this whole MGF debacle thing, I mean, is it is it just MGF being MGF, or do you think there's generally some truth to this? Uh, both. I think that uh, I, I don't think that they have to be mutually exclusive because MJF is the best today in wrestling, in my opinion, at keeping kayfabe and mm-hmm. uh, everything that he does. So he's absolutely going to tell Fightful that he told WWE he's going to be there next year. But at the same time, he may very well be telling WWE that to try to leverage Tony Khan if he hasn't signed an extension already. Because for all we know, while he was out that entire time, when he got his big raise, he signed an extension then, and he's just not sharing it with anybody. So I don't. I, I, it could be. It very well could be both. JFP stopping by. What's going on, JFP? He says JFP. He says MGF is playing on a whole level of we cannot comprehend. That is actually true. The thing is, obviously, with MGF is he plays the heel character so so well. We don't really know how to read him. Would you agree with that? Uh, you you just kind of have to sit back and go along for the ride. You can take you can stab at your guesses, but ultimately, he's going to swerve you in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. So. I guess until 2024 hits, we have no idea of this. We just have to ride it out, as you w- w- just said. Is that all we yep. can say, really? Is there anything else we can add to that, really? Not really? Uh, no, I think that closes the book on that chapter. There you go. There you go. Right then. So that pretty much wraps a short Magic Weekly Ooh. up. So let's get into the reason why we're all here the main event. Done. The more I try to keep a straight face with that, I just break every single time. That's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. 8-Bit Gaming is top-notch as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's... I mean, Canada Dry made me that intro, and I absolutely love it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, that's so dope. I love it. Oh, dear. Now, obviously, for our main event is... We've called it. Any questions? And I did not make this, by the way. This is nothing to do with me. This is uh, kind of dry running Ryan with his little uh, images again, which is right. kind of, I mean, what the hell are you wearing there, by the way? 
Hey, I'm a skeleton, bro. I'm scary as heck. Are you though? Really? Yeah, I am. Look at that. That's terrifying. A skeleton is really scary though. Do you want one coming towards you with nothing else? No, uh, no, like muscles attached or a face or anything? Well, they have the body to do it. I'm just saying, <laughs> if if they're be if they're able to walk by themselves, you better run. Fair That's enough. all I'm saying. Fair enough. Don't Fair be enough. a hero. Don't be a hero. Of course, of course. Right then. So obviously, the main event is sponsored by Backshaves.com. Now, have you got the have, have you got the package yet on this? Nah, I'm on the wait list because my area is it, backshaves.com is so popular. I was a little slow getting on there, and uh, I, I'm now on a three month wait list. Wow, I need to see what's going off there. I mean, this is not this is not this is not good for business. I mean, it's it's okay because it's I, I know the value of what I'm gonna get. It's it's my own fault for not jumping on it sooner. So before your area gets congested and clogged up. You better hit backshaves.com up really quick. FM Wrestling says backshaves.com saved my life. I, wow. I believe it. I believe it. Have you actually spoke to Mr. Isaac yet? Because he's got the premium package on this. Uh, I've not spoke to him personally about it, but I have seen him talk about it on other shows. And it sounds like heaven on earth. Oh, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting, obviously, obviously, to speak to him about it. Like I said, he's on family business this week. So. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't think we can do it next week because it's obviously AFW backstage with me and Haney. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be really, really fun. So, <laughs> was on a ledge somewhere. What? <laughs> do you want to elaborate on that one? I I don't know what was on a ledge somewhere. No idea. No idea. Right then. So fantastic. Let's get into our main event now. <laughs> Rich, have you ever Googled something when it comes to wrestling? Just yes or no? Yes. Yes, there you go. Now, I obviously have as well. I think everybody has now. There's a lot of questions out there, which fans have obviously Googled. And so what we're going to do is we're going to – I've picked a selection out here. We're going to answer them. And then we're basically going to be like the Google. Does that make sense? I will be your personal Google today. There you go. There you go. Now, I will be honest – some of these are really silly. Some of these are pretty straight to the point. Mm -hmm. Now, we're actually, we're going to start one from Cade, which is, who is a wrestler that came at the wrong time? I'll let you start on that one. Um, a wrestler that came at the wrong time. Brock Lesnar. Okay, do you want to elaborate on that one? Yeah, I would have loved to have seen him back with like Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan in his prime, like all the big beefy guys. I think as big as he would have been, it, him and Andre would have been a ticket that sold out every place he would have went. Hogan may not have even been a success if Brock was around back then. That is true. That is true. I'm going to go for one which is, it all makes sense why, but I'm going to go with the Lex Luger. Oh, I feel, I feel like for me is at the time he came around, he was trying to like basically replace Hulk Hogan, but Hulk mm -hmm. Hogan obviously was still around. If that because if you look at Lex and you look at Hogan, you do see a lot of similarities. Would you agree with that? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Because you had the whole Lex Express and like Hulk Hogan's "I'm American Made," like it was all about patriotism to a certain extent, and you know being a good citizen. It, it's like it walked a very close line together, in my opinion. Yeah. JP says, you can't go wrong with either Dynamite Kid or Canyon. 
they were ahead of their time. See, the thing is, I almost said Owen Hart because, but if if he would have been not in at that time, we may not have got like the Canyons and everybody else. He like because Owen was a founder, so mm-hmm. even though he was out of time, like if we take him out of that time, maybe we don't have wrestling today as we did. But I would have loved to have seen Owen ten years down the line as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Les says it's CM Punk for me. He should have been in the Attitude Era. I can actually get behind that one because I yeah. feel like it would fit in so, so well. It would have been uh, funny to see Stone Cold versus CM Punk or The Rock versus CM Punk. <laughs> two, two guys good on the microphone. Right. Cade go, goes, Ken Shamrock came at the wrong time too. What? I, when? But when was the good time then? Like back in the 40s? I have, yeah, I feel like Ken's a weird one. Well, I don't feel like Ken Shamrock had outside of him yelling. He didn't have much of a personality. Uh, I've just seen this comment, and obviously, I need to also respond to this. Now it says, "Effing wrestling." Says- <laughs> Let me hear. Well, then, so as many people know, obviously, yesterday I was wrestling with the paranormal, so I was I canned half a show, which was kind of silly, but you know, because I had a, <clears throat> a date, so. <laughs> now, did the date go to work plan? No, it didn't. Right? <laughs> didn't even go to plan. Well, for starters, the person turned up half an hour late. <sighs> did it? Oh. Yeah, half an hour late. I mean, I'm a guy who's never ever late. Do you know what I mean? It's okay. shocking. So it's a bugaboo for you? <laughs> yes, and that, that's just one of many, by the way. Oh, let's keep hearing it then, buddy. Let's the other- go. Now, the other one was now, obviously, because I've only seen the pictures online, the person in front of me wasn't actually the same person. It's like, where's the filters? Do you know what I mean? You're literally going, is this the same person? I'm literally got the photo going like that. You're going, now, nah, this is definitely not the same person, you know? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude. I, yes, I, I could. <laughs> <expect>. <laughs> That might be a bit egregious, but nonetheless, you should have gave him a, a stern at least hello or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe a then, side eye. Be like, "Oh, hi, glad you could join." And then, as the because I'm one of these people where I, I like to see the date go through. Do you know what I mean? Little stuff like that. And yeah, of course. There was no chemistry for me. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah, like, no spark. I'm trying to like you know, talk about certain things. She's talking about something completely different. I'm like, oh my god, can I just go home already? <laughs> so when you wear them three things up, I'm like, yeah, this is a really bad day, by the way. Oh <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. dude. That stinks. It does. But you know what? It it, it happens, you know what I mean? Let's, let's You know what it. though? You know what though? What? You got in that batter's box and you took some swings, partner. And that's all what it's all about is getting repetitions. There you go. There you go. Right. I've just seen a comment here from Mineko. It says if you could wrestle any AEW or WWE star, who would it be? Ooh, any AEW, um, any AEW or WWE? Um, it would be Orange Cassidy, hundred percent. Oh yeah, why Orange Cassidy? Because it is, it is style. Yeah, because it's, I love comedy wrestling, and I would do. I would just go back and forth with him. The same thing. And we would just make everyone laugh, and then I would just get destroyed, and I would love it. <laughs> yeah, I think the Orange Cassidy one, for me, 
I'm going to go big. I'm going to go Lance Archer because I just want to get... Oh, you looking to get destroyed. Yeah, why not? He got a, Hell a, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Liam's like, let's go through a table. Let's go through a table, get thrown out absolutely everywhere. Wow. That's awesome. Can I just say we've got nine people watching? This is the most... Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for watching. Les says, imagine Cassidy against Dexter Loomis. The mind games there would be fun. Did you want to read that one out? Uh, if he was still alive, uh, would you like to see Chris, who would you like to see Chris face today? Who? Uh, Daniel Garcia. Interesting. Benoit versus Garcia in a technical match because some of my favorite matches are Malenko versus Benoit. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I loved them. Or like Ultimo Dragon versus Malenko, like as far as like technical or catch as catch can goes. So I would love to see that. Or even Danielson. That would be cool too. Yeah. Yeah. The other one I'd like to see is like, obviously, you mentioned technical. There's like uh, Zach Sabre Jr. or probably D Brian Danielson. I think yeah. that would be absolutely. And Cade just actually bet me to it there. He says Benoit versus Danielson. Yeah. I think were really really interesting so they're right. both talking about people that can go <laughs> there you Woo. go right so that's the comments obviously from the quick questions from the comments so we've got a few obviously here now i can't believe somebody's asked this which is kind of interesting if wwe's fake wrestling how do they decide who wins over to you um it's called a storyline and that's mapped out so it's really not that hard of a decision do you want to elaborate on that one? It was that pretty much straight to the point. Uh, okay. Uh, well, wrestling is a scripted entertainment platform to where it is a predetermined outcome through long-term storytelling, sometimes short-term storytelling. So in order, uh, who gets uh, to decide who wins would be based on whoever needs to win according to the storyline that they have set forward. There you go. That wasn't so hard, was it? Uh, not hard at all. <laughs> As if somebody said, I think this is one of the most common question I saw is like, how do they decide who wins? And it's like, well, there's storylines, there's obviously things built up over weeks, sometimes the short term, sometimes the long term. There you go. Pretty much and, there's, the point, right? and there's egos. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not forget that one. That's a big one. That's a big, big one. Well, we'll not, that's, uh, that's a whole nother show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. JFB says, People are fake. Wrestling is real. True that. Um. Yes. I you agree. Didn't to, you didn't know what to say on that one, did you? No, I I do, but we're we're keeping it PG. There you go. Colton React says, as a helper of the promoter, it's all about the story, just like you said. What the fans want to see sometimes. Yeah. Well. It, I to me, I think that you, if if you're trying to tell a good story, it's because you want to please the fans. I think those walk hand in hand with each other, unless you're just like a really selfish person who just wants to play with his own toys. Right, and so I'm just catching up on the comments here again. Mm -hmm. It's Effing Wrestling says, Liam, would you date the Enlightened Sister? No. Next question. Whoa, <laughs> you went by that real quick. I'm <laughs> sure she's lovely. But I've seen the light one. He's a very, very angry person. And I, I like mm, it. Okay, I got it. He's uh, like, I'm drama free since 93. I got you, buddy. I love it. Go. There you right. go. So we've got loads more comments in the loads more questions Let's go. in the comments. Let's go. Les says, Who do you think will be a breakout? We'll have a breakout year in any promotion. 
So what do you think is going to be the one to stand out across 2023? The one to stand out? Uh, even though I don't watch most WWE, just the way the things are being booked, I would say Austin Theory. Yeah, I can kind of see that one. But I've got to be honest, since obviously Austin Theory has reinvented himself, I do kind of like this new style. I did not like the new Vince's Golden Boy type. <laughs> Plus, he's the only guy to fa fail cashing at the US tile, not the world tile. I know, the right? The US tile. So, yeah, I kind of agree with obviously the Austin Theory one. Yeah, that's but that's not his fault, though. No, it's, I think it's just kind of bad timing when it comes yeah. to Austin Theory. But you know what? I sure is a lovely guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Uh dear. Next up is from Kid who says, "Is AW in AW? Would you like to have them? <clears throat> try that again. In AW, would you like to have women's tag titles? At the moment, I'm going to say no because I don't feel like the tag the women's division is that strong. Same obviously with WWE. I'm not saying have them have them later down the line, but the tag division's got to be a little bit more stronger. Would you agree?" You have to have more than one woman's match on TV before you can have tag belts. You already have two titles that you barely see. Yeah, I mean, the and if they do, a lot of times it's the only time you—that's the only match that's on there. And then, unless you want to watch darker elevation. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I mean, we, how many times do we see one was women's match? I would love to see obviously the women's utilize a lot more in AEW. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this storyline was obviously Paige and uh, Tony Storm. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited to see where this goes, but because I feel like the women at the minute is like an afterthought on AEW, it's kind of sad to see. Would you agree? Uh, see, and that's the thing. I don't, I don't want to go as far as to say that it's an afterthought. I think it's very much thought of because otherwise he wouldn't have spent the money to go get Soraya. Mm -hmm. I think it's literally he doesn't have enough TV time on like cable TV because he's got a big roster and pushing so many storylines at once. I think that alleviating that by having ring of honor, have their one, uh, one hour show will help with that. Cause maybe we can start getting two women's matches every dynamite and then one on rampage. And you bought at that, and in that capacity, you've already given three times more, to the women that what they have had. So let's see what they can do with that. And then maybe by the end of this year or sometime, maybe you can do that. You can introduce tag titles if you want to, because you have the women well-established. No, I think that's pretty much well said. So we'll move on to our next question, which is from Colton reacts again. He says, what do you think of MGF and Danielson getting a low rating on the pro wrestling observer list of the best wrestlers? Next question. <laughs> okay. Who Next cares? One. Who cares? Rel, I, I can't. I do apologize if you said that name wrong, but he said, Do you think Mark Harver should sign with AEW? Yes. Uh, hell yeah. Absolutely. And I've. Yeah, I've 1,000 million percent. Natalie, if you're watching, you get to, uh, Natalia, if you're watching, if you get a chance, we'd yeah. love to. I think she would work so, so well. I mean, look at this. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ruby Soho, so fun. Mm -hmm. Ruby, Tony Storm, Saraya. Just imagine the matches there. Do you know what I'm saying? I would love it. Or, or her against like Marina Shafir. Oh, that's a that's an interesting one. Yeah, it'd be yeah. fun. That would be really really fun. 
Kate says, do they, they need a, to do better with the women's wrestlers? We've obviously spoke about that. Yeah, we kind of want to do that. Next question comes from JFB. It says, are you upset that the TBS and the All Atlantic aren't being defended at Revolution Pay-Per-View? Mm. Yes, I am. I mean... Uh, I, All Atlantic, no, because he's defended it so much. The TBS, one million thousand, hundred billion percent. Yeah. I mean, I love the obviously Orange Cassidy, but I feel like the All Atlantic Championship. Once I knew that it was in the tag team, obviously four way match, I'm like, yeah, this title's not getting defended. So I'm really, 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 really I sad. mean, Tony Khan does crazy things. Who knows? <laughs> All of a sudden, on the buy in, they're like, Orange Cassidy for the All Atlantic title. There you go. There you go. Could even be on pre show. Do you know what I mean? Why not? Uh, if he drops it and then he, they end up winning the tag titles. That's a win. And that happens at the same night. Like, because to me, Revolution, like, Revolution has always been my favorite of the yearly pay per views. Mm -hmm. It's like, because the first one in 2020 was my, is my, oh, I think my favorite one. And like the Orange Cassidy versus Pac match, what, and then the, the Kenny Omega and Hangman tag title match versus uh, the Young Bucks, just ridiculous. Yeah. I think when it comes to, Revolution. I think this. I, when you mentioned the tag match there, that's probably one of my favorites. So mm -hmm. I really fully agree there totally. So, right, let's see if we've got any more questions. We've got look, got loads coming now. Well, next one's from Les. It says, "What dream match with men or women would you like to see?" I'll just let you start on this one. <clears throat> um, because I've never seen it before. I know it's out there, but I've never seen it. I'd like to see um, Omega versus Abushi. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it. I mean, there's so many matches there we don't actually see, you know. Yeah, I would love to see that. I mean, for me, we, sh we should have got it obviously at Forbidden Door, but obviously injuries happen and stuff like that. But Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. for me. Oh, yeah, technically gifted wrestlers there. Yeah, I so hope if Forbidden Do Door 2 comes, we shall definitely get that match. You know, but... you know what sequel I want to see the most? Go ahead. Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay. Oh, yes. Dude, that match tore the house down. Yeah, the thing is with that match, Ooh. I actually remember it. It was um, when it got announced, I'm like, this is going to be an absolute poor match. No, and no, then... I knew it was going to be amazing as soon as it was announced. <laughs> and then when we actually watched the match, you got to admit, that was probably one of the best on the card. Dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It stole the show, in my opinion. Yeah, it did. It did. It's probably one of the greatest. That's the thing with Orange Cassidy. He's proven me wrong so many times. That He is what got me into watching AEW, and thus why I'm doing this podcast right now, because I had stopped watching wrestling in 2002 and had not watched again until October's Di Dynamite of 2019, the very first Dynamite, and I saw Orange Cassidy on there, and I was like, who's this dude? And now I'm speaking with you today with wrestling merch on sir so that man is responsible for my fandom there you go there you go so we're just basically just plugging that we're a big oc fan just leave it there shall we that's right absolutely right then so next up comes from colton again it says what do you think of eddie kingston leaving AEW?" i've got to be honest I've, we spoke about this obviously when wrestling with the paranormal this for me personally should have been on obviously on tv I feel like it got a much more bigger reaction. I mean, what's your thoughts? The announcement of him going, you mean? The video? 
Yes. Um, they probably could have found 25 seconds to put it on dynamite somewhere. Mm-hmm. Since it wasn't the main event. I mean, well, I mean, it was kind of the main event though. And it was the very beginning. So, I oh no, that was face of the revolution. Wasn't it? The face of the revolution ladder match. So that was like in the middle of the show. Yeah. They could have found some time to probably do it. I don't know when he supposedly left, but uh, the thing is, I would have liked to have seen this like end the show because it'd be like a big, massive cliffhanger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of, like, asking questions. Well, why is a Eddie Kingston left? But right, there is re- there is reports. Obviously, he's showing up in Ring of Honor, but mm-hmm. I've, not seen, I've not seen that show yet, so I can't really comment on that one. Well, I haven't seen the show yet either, and I don't know if he shows up there, but I know he's planning on it because he's been very active on Twitter lately. Um, and like uh, he's talking about he's coming uh, when he watches the Ring of Honor locker room, it felt like home, not a whole bunch of posers. And he said AEW used to feel this way. So don't be mad at him for jumping ship the Ring of Honor. He's doing it to be better, and he's got to be there to save the people from the Swiss Superman. Is what he said, I think, in the most recent tweet. Wow. So he's looking to go against Claudio, and I would bet it would probably be at, what, is it Supercard of Honor that's at the end of March? Um, I think so. I'm not 100%. I think that's what it is. But, yeah, whichever one March 31st is, I'm pretty sure that he's – they're going to be facing each other. I Honestly, I hope he wins because I want to see Kingston get a world title finally. Yeah, the thing is with Eddie Kingston, I mean, ever since he came in, he literally came in on a microphone. The guy can talk, do you know what I mean? His mic skills are absolutely incredible. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So I think that is the next thing for him to do to get a little title, whether it be Ring of Honor or AEW, you know what I mean? Honestly, and I almost like him better on the mic as a heel. Like, he's good as a face, but I almost like it better as a heel. Like, the digs that he makes, it's like... No, oh, because and especially he doesn't like Claudio in real life. Like, ooh, like I want to see the promo work go back and forth. Like, well, Claudio's not really much of a promo guy, but um, exactly, I agree a hundred percent. Less, he is a he's a he's a gem that's not hidden. He's right there. You just got to take advantage of him. And I think Ring of Honor is perfect for that. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So next up is from Kid who says, "Do you think Christian is being written off in?" In a, in a match against Jungle Boy, I hope not because he's really recently come back. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he works so so well as a heel. I do kind of feel like he has been underutilized a little bit in AEW. I mean, what's your thoughts on this? Um, I can't go that far because when Kenny Omega was the belt collector, he beat him for uh, what was it? Which title was it? The um, Impact. Yeah, the Impact title. So, like. He's he he's done some things. I mean, and this feud if, would have been even more legendary if he wouldn't have got hurt and had to be put on the shelf for so long because it would have flowed more naturally. And just the way he talks on the mic, he does such a good job of drawing heat and just ignoring everybody when they talk. Like, and then every once in a while he'll just bark one time and just just to, just to pop him, dude. And I, I love his work. And I met the guy when I was working at a gas station. Cool dude. I always loved him. I loved him ever since back in WE when he was with the Brood. Like, Christian Cage for life. Let's go. Yeah, definitely, definitely. FM Wrestling says, who is the most underrated wrestler today? So who do you feel like doesn't get the love they deserve? 
Who doesn't get the love that they deserve? Um, geez, that's hard. Um, I've got one if you want me to go while you think. Go, go. So I'm going to say one which obviously I've met at 1PW is Taya Valkyrie. Oh. I mean, so here we've got a wrestler who is obviously in MLW. She's done a lot of work for AAA. She's in Impact. She's in three promotions once. And yet, I feel like people talk more about Becky Lynch or Charlotte Fled or, do you know, them type of yeah. names. And I, it frustrates me, do you know, that they don't get yeah. the love they deserve. Right. Like, show the Andy some love too, bro. There you go. James Falcon says, Santos is way underrated. I, I do actually agree with that one. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with Santos very much, so. Have you fought one yet? No. No. So should we stick to the next question? Uh oh, I no, I thought I thought you said have you fought one yet? Not thought. My bad. Um I would for me underrated, uh I think it's Will Hobbs. Because he's been doing excellent work with the Book of Hobbs and everything else. And his in-ring in ring work is like a million percent better since he first started coming in on Dark. I think the dude should be, they should be strapping him up anytime. Because he could be such a monster heel. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good example. Colton says, which Dark tag team slash faction is better than, better than the House of Black, Uncle Howdy, and Bray White or other? So all we're saying is like the dark type character who's better right. apart from these light two. I've got to be honest, I can't think of one. He, I, I thought they was asking which one was better. Let's have a look. Which dark tag team faction is better? House of Black, Uncle Howdy, and Bray or other? So do you think either one of the two, those two are the best or is there another one that's the best? Um, yeah, so I do apologize. I misunderstood the question there. Um, I'm going to have to say the House of Black. I absolutely love the combination of all three. When Julia Hart obviously joined the faction, I was like, this is really not working. But when she actually spoke, I'm like, oh my gosh, she fits in so, so well. It's really, really weird. But yeah, I'm going to have to say the House of Black. What about you? I agree 100%. I think that House of Black is because they do it. I mean, outside of like the lights and everything else, which I. I agree can get a little old here and there but they're just so subtle in the way they do it like even in their promos they're just stepping out from the darkness and then slowly fading back in like it's subtle and that i swear brody king when he does that gonzo bomb i'll lose my mind it looked so cool oh and they call like the tag team furniture dante's inferno i'm a huge dante and the divine comedy fan so i'm just like I start fangirling out and getting crazy. I love it, dude. Like, and then Buddy Matthews, a dude I've been on documented on a uh, FN programming saying he should get more TV time because the man is amazing. He can do ridiculous things in the ring. I love him. I love him. There you go. We're going to end that little question there on I love him. Just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <dear. clears throat> Les asks, who is your favorite tag team in AEW? I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, my current favorite tag team? Okay. Two part. My favorite tag team is FTR. My current favorite tag team is Top Flight. Yeah? I love Top Flight, dude. Darius Martin 
is good. He's I'm so glad to see him come back finally and be able to wrestle healthy because him and Dante together, they do some magical things. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I have to agree with the top flight one. I absolutely but then again, I actually Dante as a single competitor as well. I feel like he's done so so well, but and it's hard for me to say too because I really love the young bucks, like especially heel young bucks. Oh, uh, I didn't like them when they were face. Like the whole time they were face, I was like, "Blah, who cares?" Blah. And then they turned heel, and I was like, "Now these guys I can get behind." Uh, dear Colton says everyone loves the acclaimed. Well, yeah, I mean, why not? Scissor me as so scissor fest as we spoke about earlier. Scissor me, Liam. Don't leave me hanging. There we go. Gonna, uh, <laughs> uh, Les says top flight of the future to me. Book time. Uh, yeah. One billion percent, dude. Now this next one comes from Kid, and I cannot wait to get your response. To this oh, one. Jesus. Do you want to read this one out? Who's your AEW crush? That is so simple. So simple. Dude, D Britt Baker. Oh, oh, she could have my soul. <laughs> right. So I love is... my wife, but she can have my soul. I hope your wife does not watch this. <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> so mine is actually Sonia. I've actually met is it's Jamie Hater. oatmeal, boy. <laughs> she's from obviously England. So she's... yeah. Don't let Charlie hear you say that, dude. He'll come after you. He says, really? Who? Which one? Get, uh, which who? Who? Laugh at who? Me. Which one? Either, either. Yeah. I mean, I, if, you, if you disagree with me, that's cool, too. I don't mind. Uh, Carlton says, Rich versus Adam Cole. I mean. Let's not? go, baby. Uh, yeah. Kids obviously crushes. Tony Storm and Sky Blue. Are you actually surprised that Sky Blue's not been signed to AEW yet? Uh, I thought that she had been. I thought I saw a graphic for her like a year ago. Let's see if that or is she not on the actual roster on AEW? I'm sure she's not. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure I thought I saw a, a graphic for official on AEW's website like over a year ago, but maybe I'm wrong. I must have missed that then because I don't think they actually is. But... Because she actually got signed like very quickly after debuting because they debuted in Chicago during the first dance when CM Punk debuted. And then like she worked the whole weekend that they were there. And um, they like I think it was a week after that I saw the graphic saying that she had been signed and it was on AEW's official verified website like on Facebook and on Twitter. So I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I saw something different, but I could have swore. Guys, let us know in the comments. It's yeah, if you, if you know for sure, or you want to Google and let us know, you know, what are you going to Google in wrestling today? Is Sky Blue signed to AEW? See, there you go, Liam. This is exactly what today's show is all about. Oh, dear. Right then, so we ran out of questions from the uh, people in the comments, so I've got some more oh. here. Can we try WWE at home? Um, it's not recommended, <laughs> but... If you're asking me if you're physically able to, yes. Yeah, I mean you can do. But you just got to get make sure you got a mat, got a ring. Um, I was I I'm a proud backyard wrestler. Um, so you can do it. Yeah, just just be careful. I mean, try and explain that to the people or the doctors. 
I'm well, people well, who need Tide Pods exist. Okay, so I don't know how careful we have to tell people to be anymore. It's twenty twenty three. I mean, what can we say? Don't kill yourself. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Les, uh, Les says, who has the best finisher today? Ooh. Ooh. Who has the best finisher? Hmm. Who do you think has the best finisher? It depends on the style of wrestling for me. Okay. I mean, I'm a big fan of, obviously, you know, like submissions and stuff. So Ooh, okay. I really like Brian Danielson's. I mean, I've got to be, I know it's somewhat simple, but... The LaBelle Lock? Yes, I do. I feel like that's something I actually like, personally, yeah. you know? I'm, no, yeah. that's dude. The Texas Cloverleaf when Dean Malenko did it was like one of the my favorite things I've ever seen in my entire life. Of course, of course. Uh, what about you? Um, as far as my favorite finishers, uh, mm, I like. Dang, it's so difficult because there's so many cool ones. Um, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't. No, I can't do it. It like my mind might literally explode if I try to figure it out. Okay. Okay. Effing says. It says GTS. I do kind of like that one, but I feel like there's so many like different versions of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then you got like the GTH that Sammy Guevara's, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, I don't actually. I can't. I think that's the only one that comes to mind for there. So, I'll tell I, you. I'll tell you one of the moves that pops me the most that I wish would be a finisher. Go ahead. Is when Takeshita hits the Blue Thunder Bomb. I see. I've not actually seen that one, so I can't really what? comment. What? You have haven't not... seen him hit a Blue Thunder Bomb. He hits it every match. I've probably not seen him wrestle much then. Oh my oh my lord. It pops me every time. I'm always like, maybe this will be the time. And it never is, but it's fun. FM Wrestling says codebreaker. No. That's, that's okay. I mean, there's like really cool tag ones. Like I said, like the Kings of the Black Throne, the Dante's Inferno. That's super cool one. Um uh I like um uh, I like the the old from ECW the Eliminators. They would do the splash and a leg drop from the top rope off different corners. I thought mm -hmm. that was one of the coolest like tag finishers. Apparently, I'm missing out. So that's what my homework is for next week. Yeah, to catch you, bro. Just catch up. Uh, yeah. Right then, Colton sent another question in. It's do you think Jim Cornette should be on TV show kind of like Bar Rescue, but the for the wrestling business? It's funny you say that because one of the questions I had written down was, should we see more of Jim Cornette on TV? I so, knew somebody would say something about Corny. Go ahead. No, I. you can go ahead. Continue on. Um, the thing is, he's too out vocal for me. I mean, I'm not against the guy, but I feel like just he's very outspoken. He's like a CM Punk kind of person for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I'm never going to try to deny someone from getting a paycheck, but you have to know who the person is when you invite them into your house. I'll put it that way. Right. Okay. I think we ought to end on that little question there, shall we? 
Uh, yeah. Daniel Smith says, best AEW theme song. Oh. I'm going to say one bit. This is going to be fun. I'm going to say Ruby Soho's because it's everyone sings along to it personally for me. I mean, that's... Yeah. I do like that one. Excuse me. Um, best theme song, though. That's I, I would do better with like a top five almost because I I love them so much. If I have to go with a favorite favorite, I will say Orange Cassidy's Jane. Yeah. yeah dude, that is such a banger of a song. That would probably be my top five. I wouldn't say it's up there, but it's I love that. I love F I love that. I love FTRs. Um it's so old school. I loved I love gun clubs. Theirs is amazing. Um Soraya Zombified is amazing. Uh, the the list goes on. Like House of Black is cool. Uh, Kings of the Black Throne, their own separate one is cool. Dark Order is cool. Moxley's version is cool. Uh, everyone's got really cool music. I think my favorite back in the day. They're no longer together, but it was uh, when Jack Evans was still there, and it was uh, Th uh, Two. Mm -hmm. Loved it, dude. Such a great theme song. Yeah, there's there's some absolute bangers, but you can literally have a whole top ten list just based on that. I, but I do it on Spotify all the time, dude. I, I really do. My son's the same way. Like I have a whole separate wrestling themes playlist. Yeah, yeah. Right then, so we've got also loads more questions to get through. So we're going to try and get through as many as we can in the next ten minutes or so. Is let's burrow through. <laughs> I can't believe somebody googled this one, but it's do girls watch WWE? Hey. Yes, of course girls watch WWE. How do you think there's women wrestlers? I can't believe somebody's actually Googled that. I'm not surprised. People are do silly things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I literally I'm like, what the hell? Why are they Googled <laughs> that? Uh dear, we'll run through some more quickly. Is Let's what, go. Does a, what does AW stand for? All Elite Wrestling. Uh, I'll trademark, <laughs> trademark. Les, another question is brought in. It says, "Who would you want to sell your merchandise if you could choose?" Who would I want to sell my merchandise? I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm oh, if I, if I have to choose a wrestler to sell my merchandise, I must choose MJF, dude. He'll talk you into anything. It would literally, yeah. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. If I want, if I want my stuff to say, I'll just give it to him. He'll do something about it on Twitter, and I'll sell like a billion or shirts or whatever. It, yeah, no problem. The one thing I love about MGF when it comes to like uh, meet and greets is he literally talks shit to like. I know that's why I said he's the most kayfabe alive, dude. I love it. Uh, the, I always remember the video where it's like, "How old are you? Eleven? Are you where your parents made a mistake eleven years ago?" I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, dude. I mean, that's the guy all over. Do you know what I mean? Dude, I, I, I like dark humor, though, too. So that kind of stuff, it makes me very, uh, it makes me laugh. Yep. So next question is from JFB is if you could swap one wrestler from AEW and WWE, who would you talent trade? From AEW and WWE. Okay. Um, so it's like a type of like a trade type thing. Yeah, yeah. I would put um, I would put Wardlow in WWE. Mm -hmm. 
to see how he would fare with the other monsters there. And then from WWE, I would take Sami Zayn. Interesting, interesting. I'm going to go a little bit down the card a little bit. I would take Finn Balor from WWE. Ooh, nice. And I would stick somebody in like like a Brian Cage because I feel like he would do quite Same well. Same thing. There. Same premise, obviously, as you do, but it's yeah. like different wrestlers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I and mean, that's just purely for i mean i love wardlow and AEW. i hope he doesn't go anywhere but if i were to think of someone to go over there that would be successful i think he's the one guy that would but brian cage is definitely another one yeah yeah that's another one um Cade asks who would be make the best AWGM, rich south or aaron harder so this is where you get to promote yourself a little bit um obviously it is lord rich southwood i mean nobility is in the name check it it's right there just read it Obviously, I'm qualified for the job. Next question. <laughs> Why didn't Macho Man return to WWE after WCW died? This is apparently one of the biggest mysteries in wrestling. Nobody knows why, but have you any theories? Uh, I cried. Do you reckon? Mm, why else would you turn down money? Yeah. That could be I true. mean, unless you really, really hate Vince McMahon. Like, but to me, that's still pride. So, like, if you let your anger get in the way of making millions of dollars, that's pride. Fair point. Fair point. So, this is obviously a big one here. Is if Hulk Hogan and Scott Steiner really hated each other, why didn't they have a feud in any company? That was probably done by whoever was booking to make sure. Or if Hogan was like, "I'm just not going to face him," that would be that's probably more likely. Hogan was like, "Nope, not going to wrestle him." Because obviously they were in WCW, WWE, and Impact, so there was like three opportunities there. I mean, yeah, well. I, I can understand obviously not wrestling in one company, but three companies, it's, you're kind of like wondering, is he not refusing to wrestling, or is it just like you said, pride? Well, I mean, but every once in a while, you like even in AEW, it's it's been a long time, but you see these where you hear this match like, in 15 years, you've never seen so-and-so take on so-and-so. And there's just, like, weird sometimes. Now, not normally not with that much cross-section. Granted, I'll give you that. But it does happen every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to read this question out? Because this is kind of, like, aimed at you. Yeah. Uh, who runs the FN Wrestling Galaxy, Rich? Well, that would be uh, Mr. Aaron. And he does a great job of doing it. So there's no reason why I shouldn't go ahead and uh, have the other one. There you go. There you go. Uh, right, we've got time for one more question. So if anybody wants to send one in the comments, we'll answer it. This is kind of cool because I had loads written down, but we've got so many, you know, from the comments. It's been amazing. Can't believe the turnout. Yep, so we've got one from Les, which is, who would win a cross-promotion event between WWE, AEW, Impact, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Ring of Honor? Who would win? Uh, I mean, that's really kind of hard to say unless you're doing like a complete fan casting and you take percentages uh, because you're going to there's going to be certain people in every promotion and you're like, has you every, every promoter from that promotion is going to be like, well, my guy's got to go over here. So it really depends how you put a card together. I guess is my best answer for that. I think the best answer comes from effing wrestling. Hey, <laughs> I like that too. Nice job. Yeah. The thing is with that is this, 
the styles are so different in every promotion. Obviously, WWE, AEW, Impact, mm. Japan. Each individual one's got its own style, so you can't really pick a winner. I mean, would that be accurate? Um, that's true too. But at the same time, I feel like a company like AEW has a lot of different wrestlers that have a lot of different styles, so they can mesh well. And I think that's why they have guest hosted so many other promotions within their walls, like because they have done work with like AAA, CMLL. They've done work with uh, what Impact. They've done work with New Japan. Um, in limited capacity, they've allowed their people to do stuff for WWE. So, I, I mean, they, they seem pretty versatile to me. Yeah, yeah. I think that obviously wraps up the sh today's show. Obviously, the question has been so amazing. Thanks to everyone wow. in the comments. You know, just a round of applause for all the questions, man. Those are fantastic questions. Of course. The idea was obviously reading them out online, but everybody in the comments has absolutely killed it. So, I cannot thank you all enough. So, sometimes you got to call an audible. There you go. Now, Rich, I do believe you want to plug tomorrow's show. Yeah, you want to stay tuned for tomorrow, which, you know what, you're going to get another dose of your favorite noble, Lord Rich Southwood, because I'll be appearing tomorrow, too. And uh, I believe that we're talking probably some revolution. So you want to tune in? Of course. So tomorrow's show is AW Revolution pre Prediction Show. That's going to be with Rich Southwood, JFB, Canada Dry, and is there any more guests I'm missing? There's a show three. Uh, you never know who could show up. There you go. We never know. So stay tuned for that. Don't forget, you can head to effingwrestling.com. You can find all our social media on there. No, at the bottom. At the bottom. There we go. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're pretty much everywhere, Rich, aren't we? Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> We're everywhere. There you go. If you want a shirt, you can head to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash effing wrestling. You can get the wrestling with a paranormal Ooh. shirt, which I'm wearing. The effing wrestling shirt, which Rich Southwood, our Lord Rich Southwood, is wearing. So you've got shirts absolutely everywhere. We've currently been releasing a new thing, which we spoke about yesterday. So get buy yourself a nice little shirt. And guess what? You know what, Liam? What's that? You don't have to be a royal to afford it. Right then, so any final words from Rich? Um, I just want to say thank you, Mr. Magician Liam, for allowing me to be your guest co-host today. The first ever one, might I add. <laughs> yep, of course, of course. So on behalf of Rich Southwood and myself, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and I will see you all in the next one. Magic and remember to just keep fighting! <laughs>